you know, we have this capacity. If it's things are tied up doing this, then something else comes wrong. Your, your body doesn't have the energy. It requires energy to create an immune response. If you don't have that energy or those inner resources. It's like you have to prepare your body for those kind of circumstances. Welcome to Fit Food Junkies, addicted to health. My name is Emily E, and I'm a certified group fitness instructor and personal trainer. We will not only talk about fitness and nutrition, but also explore how to build a strong mindset, have ultimate motivation, and how to live life to its fullest. Let's start on our health and fitness journey together. Mario Godiva is a world-renowned fitness, health, and mindfulness coach who's passionate about holistic mind, body, and personal transformation. His specialty is helping people get unstuck physically, mentally, and emotionally. Godiva's clients are a combination of celebrities, entrepreneurs, executives, athletes, and the average person that's just committed to radical change. His countless programs have helped thousands of people increase their energy, get unstuck, and increase their overall well-being. We're going to talk about how to get unstuck to reach long-lasting transformation. Mario is going to take us through how he activated rapid self-healing as he conquered stage 4 cancer and was cured in just 50 days. It is such an honor to welcome Mario Godiva. recently gone through such a pivotal journey in your life and have not only overcome, but really crushed cancer with holistic methods. I'm just so excited to hear about your journey because it's so unique. And it's something I think that everyone needs to know how you overcame such a difficult adversity in your life. So before we get there, tell me who you are. I believe that everything is connected. You know, systems biology 101 is everything is connected to everything and affects everything. And so uh, when I work with people and clients, I'm really looking at everything. It's like mental, emotional, um, belief systems, all those things play a pivotal role into balance. And that's what your body craves. And so for me, it's always like, okay, let's take this inventory of all these different things but how do we get your body back to balance? You know, what do we need to do back to back to balance? Because once you get your body back to balance, what it craves, everything you want to do is easier. It's easier. It's more efficient and it happens faster. And it's interesting. You talk about balance. So the episode that I, the last episode I put out was all about balance. I, um, I recently got into a really bad car accident, um, in Austin and I saw one of your quotes that you posted on Instagram and it resonated with me so heavily. It says your body inner whispers before it screams. It's always trying to communicate to you when it's out of balance. Are you listening though? And that, when I tell you, I can't even tell you how much that spoke to me because this, the car accident that happened was the biggest wake up call in my life and in the best way possible. I'd love to know kind of how you define balance for yourself and your clients. Start with the things that take us out of balance. So anxiety unchecked stress, inflammation, those are kind of the primary things that take us out of, out of balance. And when we, when we think about like all the chronic health, you know, an accident is different, but when we think about chronic health issues, energy, fatigue, when we think about all the different symptoms that we have, they really all come back to pushing your body out of balance. Mm-hmm. You know, we have this, our body has this language that's been around long before we had language. And so we superimpose 
um, our language and what our body wants and needs and is doing, but really we're, we're not really, uh, we're not really, um, uh, we're not really trying to learn what our body is trying to tell us. And so, like, as I said before earlier, everything that progresses regresses. And so your body tries to, to get your attention. It, it whispers, it's, it's this here, it's a breakout there, it's little things. But if you keep ignoring it and not really, uh, like conceal, like a lot of people will conceal. Concealing and healing are not the same thing. And they conceal, conceal, conceal until the body's screaming. And it, it could be cancer, it could be autoimmune, it could be an accident, mm -hmm. it could be whatever. But it's, it's all of these things are kind of meant to get your attention so that you can start paying attention to what's going on inside of you. That, does that make sense? Yes. How did you find out that you had cancer? What, what did your body try to tell you something oh yeah my body was I was first of all I was living in New York so when you're living in New York it is socially acceptable to binge drink and binge drink every weekend work hard play hard it's like everyone is Austin everyone too. Is, <laughs> everyone's in survival mode because you know right, it's right. hard to unless you're in the one percent it's hard to thrive in New York so everyone's trying to like make it doing all these different things and so to get into the social circles and do all the do all the things you have to basically binge drink and party with people all over the weekend. So doing that, uh, not really paying attention to what my, what my body was, because my body kept, you know, I kept getting tired. I, I have a more holistic approach to nutrition now, but before I was kind of just doing kind of surfing the diets and like, oh, this thing and trying this thing. Mainly I was trying things to, to understand them so I could either, you know, recommend them or be like, hey, like do a modification of this. But, mm -hmm. you know, going on the crash diets, you know, I was just chronically burned out, but still thinking, you know, even sleep. Like I, there were times where I was getting four and five hours of sleep and, you know, popping Adderall, trying to like meet a deadline or trying to, you know, so all these different things kind of led me until led me into the kind of the expression of, of cancer. And even when it did express, even when I did get sick, uh, there's a whole darker side of that because once I kind of started going to trying to figure out what was going on, I, you know, medical racism, it's kind of a, you know, taboo thing. Uh, but most of the time when you hear about it, people have passed from it, you know, but it, it's, it's, it's a very real thing. It's, you know, it's like your care as, you know, a person of color being deprioritized or your concerns not really being taken seriously. So it was this January of 2014 was when I first started kind of, you know, having the inner whispers, the symptoms. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the, you know, doctor, this, that, oh, nope, antibiotics, antibiotics, antibiotics. So by the 23rd doctor over four months and me just kind of slowly deteriorating to the point where I couldn't even do stairs without like taking a 15 minute break. Um, it, it like, it started at the first stage way in January. I mean, you, you are ripped. You are the most in shape person I know. So <laughs> you're like, something is wrong. Yeah. Well, and too, cause it's like, and I think because I was so fit, like that's how I kind of was able to kind of keep like four months. Like that's a long time to be right. having something and being like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Like I'm just moving a little slower. I'm still training clients. I'm still, I was still teaching classes, you know, but I'm just like, oh, just, you know, I'm sick and whatever. And so going to all these different doctors, doing all these different things. And, you know, I, I, I caught it, you know, I asked, I'm like, hey, I'm like, I don't smoke. Like what's going on with this, uh, haze in my lungs and these nodules in my lungs and the doctors are like oh no it's just it's an acute infection 
And mm. lo and behold, that was the first stage. Went down to my liver. Um, once your liver, <laughs> your liver is very important. I, I learned once your liver shuts Especially down. Especially when you're binge drinking, it's very, very I know. important. <laughs> I know. Well, the thing is, your liver is so resilient, right? So I had, it got to my liver. That was basically the fourth stage. And what happened was like, I looked like I was pregnant because my liver had swelled to like five times the size. That's how resilient your liver is. It was hijacked by all these cancer cells and it was literally growing, but it was still trying to like function (laughs) and just like, so that's when it was just like, okay, I was in ICU and they're like, oh, this is what you have. And it was basically like, okay, you have a week. Like, you know, and then my first question was, you know, cause they were like, oh, we could try to treat you. We could try to drain the fluid. And I go, well, is there anything I can do to kind of help my liver get functioning again? And of course they're like, no. And so that no was kind of the first, uh, kind of the first step to me getting on the healing path that I did because I was just like, no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna figure this out. I'm like, you know, like these doctors don't have my best interest in mind. Like I need to figure out how to, you know, navigate that. And that kind of, uh, and that kind of put me on the path to, you know, where I was, where, you know, it happened in 50 days. But out of all the things that I did, I think the most pivotal thing was, you know, I, I'm, my method now, I'm like, interval mindfulness, I take short intervals of different things, but I had to do that. Like, you know, when you're kind of in duress or in stress, you know, in your ICU bed, like you just can't sit there and not think. And so I had to just do intervals of doing something to allow me to do intervals of doing nothing. You ended up getting to stage four cancer and then you completed remission within 50 days, right? Do you think the secret to that was, I know you call it interval mindfulness that you talk about in your book as well. You think that was the key component and foundation of your healing? That was the key component foundation of my healing. And I, and like, like I said, there's, it's so it's so you know hard to be reductive and be like I just did this. It's like no, I did a combination of things. Mm-hmm. But you can only heal someone that wants to be healed. And what kept me wanting to be healed and not giving up was taking these short intervals and like getting inside of myself and 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 pulling my zooming out of my current situation and duress. That's what that's what kept me doing different things and trying different things because what do I have to lose? I'm just going to try this. Mm-hmm. And then and that's literally how the different things, you know, getting lemons, probiotics, all these different things that uh, I was using. But that, that's why I say like that was the most important thing because if I like there were in, and believe you me, there were so many times that I wanted to give up where I wanted to be like, F them. They don't care about me. They don't care if I live or die because that's, that's what I felt like, you know, they, they weren't really listening to me. And so I really had to go inside of myself to get through it. Otherwise, I just would have been like, you know what, I'm going to give up and I, I would have died, you know, if I would have did nothing, you know. Yeah, you have to be your own advocate. Yeah. So I, that's why I say that is, you know, that's why it's, and I do list a lot of the other holistic stuff, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like, like probiotics, um, stimulating right. my nervous system. Um, and this is another big thing I think um, we don't realize is, uh, and I just, I was thinking about this for stuck, but I'll bring it up now, like stimulating my vagus nerve. So doing what I could to stimulate my vagus nerve, because if you are, my book is called Frozen, Not Broken, and frozen, like sympathetic dominance, frozen in your stress response, if you're frozen in a stress response, your body can't heal. You know, the body is frozen in survival. So healing is not happening, or if it's happening, it's happening like at a glacial pace. Mm. So when you're frozen, 
it, it, it doesn't make you can do be doing all the things, all the exercise, all the supplements, but you so you need to kind of defrost, get and stimulate the vagus nerve, get into your parasympathetic more to stop to to kind of supercharge right right start self-healing when you say interval mindfulness so can you take us through what that sounds like to you or what it feels like to you you said it's pretty short so is this something you in their dialogue that you say to yourself is it something you say out loud interval mindfulness is an interval based approach to Mm -hmm. uh, meditation relaxation and stress relief for people who have a hard time calming their mind so essentially what i do is um the core it's called interval so inner interval interval um, the core of that is just is a minute. So it's basically 30 seconds of doing something active and then 30 seconds of doing something passive. So the passive thing is mainly like core breathing. I like to say mm-hmm. core breathing. I don't like to say belly breathing. I feel like belly has a negative con- uh, connotation uh, for a lot of people. And core is more appropriate for what should be happening. Like when you right. inhale, your, your entire core, front, sides, back should be filling with air. And as you exhale, it should be going down. So the whole thought process with that is, you know, the, the, the active thing is kind of meeting your body in stress. So if you're really, really stressed, the last thing, like you're in a fight or flight, the last thing you want to be do is sitting in silence and, or going to sleep, you know, like stillness is a hybrid nerve state. And what I'm doing is meeting my body in a stress state and then going into try and try basically training it to go into a relaxed state. Does that make sense? But in a micro way. So 30 seconds of something basically distracting me and then 30 seconds of nothing uh, or basically breathing. And then that's kind of the core, but then you either repeat it or add more things, you know, it, it's, uh, you kind of mix and match and, you know, like I can, like a 10 minute experience is going to have like 20 different intervals in it. For the book, you're basically getting one interval that's repeated twice. And so it's basically three minutes. So I'm basically saying, hey, do this one thing twice, three minutes, try to do it every day or do it three to five times a week and start to see what's happening. You know, it's, it's basically, it's cultivating self-awareness. It's, you know, giving, it's stimulating your vagus nerve and it's, and it's all different things. So, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. some things are involving the hand, some, you know, uh, like fight or flight. When we, when we trigger a stress response, our body gets stress hormones. And so if you're not doing anything to get those stress hormones out, then it just stews. And so it's like moving yeah. the hands, moving the legs. So it's like doing these different things that kind of release the stress hormones, then train the body to come back to a calm, calm state. They tell you, you have stage four cancer and it's not looking good. And you're just like, interval mindfulness. I'm going to heal myself. I'm going to be my own advocate. I'm going to stimulate my nervous system. I just want to know what went through your head. A typical person that hears that wouldn't have the same brain processes that you did. Yeah. Are you human? How is this possible? Like, yeah. how, what triggered this response of you, of yeah. yours? This is going to make me heal and this yeah. is going to help people too. It's, it's funny you say that because every time they kind of, you know, told me something, you know, I was always like, hey, like, give me a moment. I need, I need to process. I need to process this, you know? And I think so many people in many different situations don't allow themselves to process things. Um, because processing helps you integrate information and kind of make a better decision. So each time I was just like, Hey, I'm going to process, I'm going to process this. And during that process, uh, during that process, process, (laughs) during the process (laughs) of processing, uh, I was, I was kind of going back and forth, you know, I was going back and forth to like, you know, this is, 
you know, I have no, you know, I, I'm never going to be able to work in the fitness industry again. I'm never going to, you know, you know, and I was, but I, but I was basically giving myself 30 seconds of just kind of like this negative rumination and then kind of shifting out of it being like, you know what, like, so literally like, like how I talk about intervals that literally is kind of how it was happening. I, I, I feel like because I let myself feel and process you know the doubt and the negativity and the, the hopelessness that i was able to then be like you know like what's the other side of this mm-hmm. and then and then make a and make a better decision you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but that was that was the key was i didn't make the decision right away it was always like let me process this yeah let me pause but you know it was like you know good devil bad devil yeah but once you start like your consciousness that more, that it, yeah mm-hmm. then you you know then you typically i'm i, I not a, you, you don't always end at the good devil uh, or you know, every <laughs> the majority of the time but you know the devil takes over and you're like this i'm gonna make this decision that's not the best decision you know yeah. that's my that's my whole kind of point with interval mindfulness is mm-hmm. our life is not you know long sustained and you know like breathing and sitting in silence you know meditation and mindfulness is going to sound controversial i think meditation and mindfulness works for some people but not most you have Mm. all these people who are really good at it who are like oh everyone should do it everyone should do it and i think that it can be effective for some people yeah it's like 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 lebron james like like him being like oh basketball is great it's helping me mentally and my mental health whatever try basketball but not everyone's going to be good at basketball I think that for people who have tried meditation, who don't even want to do it, who need it the most, there needs to be kind of a stepping stone that kind of like almost trains them to, you know, to, to ask someone to sit and watch their yeah. thoughts and they've never done that. Like it's, yeah. you know, and we've taken it from like Buddhism and it's the whole point was enlightenment. And so it's like, people aren't really ready for all the dark stuff that comes, you know, if you've been burying trauma and you're like, Oh, I'm going to try meditation. And all of a sudden all your trauma is like, boom, in you, in that moment while you're trying to do a headspace meditation, that's, that's intense. So uh, I think my method is a good alternative to, it can, it can be both. It can be like, it's where people can stay who are, who are like frozen in the, um, in their stress response or who have a hard time calming their mind. It's something, cause it just, it's, it's just, you know, it's similar to how we do interval training for, for like running and hit and hit. It gets them, it's like, do something active, do, you know, rest, do something active, rest. The whole point though is it trains you for the longer period. Just to go from stress, stress, stress to stillness, like there's so much stuff, there's so much gray area in between and no mm-hmm. one's really, no one's really, um, you know, focusing on that gray area like I'm doing it's focusing on the gray area so that people can have a choice and do something instead of doing nothing that's interesting because it's almost like I mean the other day I was on a run it's really humid really hot in Austin right now I think it's 100 degrees okay (laughs) half of me is running and I'm like I'm gonna die I'm gonna have a heat stroke and I love running I at least go on like a good run once a week. I, I love it so much. And it, for my mental health, it's amazing. And it just makes me feel so good. So it's like one half is like, okay, I'm putting attention to really hot right now. And then the other side of me, I put on a song, I'm jamming, I'm going, I'm getting my stress out. I'm in my zone. I got this. So I think that it's really interesting what you're saying, because this kind of interval mindfulness 
can be translated into if you are sick and going through any kind of disease, illness, whatever it may be, maybe it's depression, anxiety, or maybe it's in something hard like a workout where you can use that interval strategy to go back and forth or in a game. And I think that's so interesting to tap into. Find the awe in your day. Like, yeah. uh, when you are in a sense of awe or amazement that stimulates the vagus nerve. So the easiest way to find awe is to like look deeper at things. You know, if you're in, a, if you're in the park, you know, you see the tree, but like, what is the shape of the bark? What is the shape mm -hmm. of the leaves? What, you know, like, are there, yeah. are there insects? you know, so it's like looking, like, you know, finding the awe in, you know, the, the micro details of things is an easy way just to be mindful. I feel like so many people have chronic health. I mean, it's like, uh, according to the CDC, it's like four and four and 10 adults have a chronic health issue. Six and 10 mm -hmm. have like two. Uh, and so it's like, you know, take these pills for the rest of your life. I, I call it getting on the elliptical of symptom management. You know, mm -hmm. you see people on elliptical, they're like doing the same movements, looking at the screen, but they're going nowhere. And I feel like that's what happens with a lot of chronic health stuff mm -hmm. is people, they, they hop on that elliptical and they think, okay, this is how my life has to be because, you know, so-and-so told me. And I, I also want to be clear that I, I, I think conventional medicine definitely has value like it's like you know we can't tear down that system and turn on that way of thinking um what i do feel though is you know the industrial medical complex is a trillion dollar industry that primarily puts profits over people so it's like when it comes to medical and like personal care stuff like that needs to be a factor you also talked about going nowhere and i know the obviously your book has the word frozen in it where does that stem from? Because so many people in life, it could be any point in life, it could be post COVID, that they feel so frozen in their life, they feel like they can't move mentally, they can't move physically, and they're just so stuck. Where does that word stem from? What does it mean to be frozen? And how do I get out of that state? So yeah, You're like, I'm uh, ready for this one. <laughs> I, am, I am. I'm like, feeling all the, the, the goosebumps coming. Uh, so frozen, so frozen definitely means a lot of different things. I think mm -hmm. the primary thing when I talk about frozen is uh, in regards to the nervous system and being frozen in a stress response. So sympathetic mm -hmm. dominance. So when we're there, everything is survival. Everything is we're on edge. We have anxiety. We can't really um, focus. And so the three main things that I that I believe help you get unstuck is one, the, the vagus nerve. You know, a lot of people's anxiety, stress, and uh, negativity are all from a dysregulated nervous system. So if your nervous system is out of balance, no matter what you do, like you won't be able to heal. You'll be frozen. You'll be stuck in the same cycles of suffering again and again. And I think- And just to interrupt you, the yeah. vagus nerve, it's one of the most complex of the pairs of your cranial nerves. Longest, um, longest nerve in the body and the most important nerve in the body. It, it's basically the mind, it's, it's the communication between the mind and the body. So your mind-body connection is literally the vagus nerve all the with your autonomic nervous system heart rate uh breathing all that can happen without it but what people don't realize is that you can stimulate it i call it your relaxation response just to, to kind of reframe it a little bit um but you can stimulate it and it helps your body get back to balance so again we went we were talking about earlier like you know all you have to really do is stimulate it stimulate it um regularly every day and this is like deep sleep 
cold exposure, cold showers, cryo. I'm a big fan of cryos and people don't like it. Yeah. Um, gargling, humming, singing, chanting, you know, laughter, music. A lot of things that people do that make them feel good are actually stimulating the vagus nerve. Mm. But, but the issue, but the thing is, is, you know, it's like, you know, it's like balance, right? So it's like, if you're 95% of your day is like stress, 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 and you're just like, oh, I'm just going to do a cold, a cold shower. That's not really, you know, it's not really. So it's like upping the recovery, up, upping things, especially if you feel like you're stuck, upping the things that you do to help to make you feel good. So if I'm depressed or anxious and I feel this state of frozen, like I'm just frozen, I have so many things I want to do and I just, I just can't get myself to do them. People, if you're in a dark place, what would be your top three pieces of advice? Obviously the interval mindfulness yeah. we talked about, but are there any, and, and also paying more attention to what's around you, but are there any little things that really helped you for self-healing or get out of kind of your own dark hole? Well, the other thing, so stimulating the vagus nerve, yeah. I think that's just the first one. thing. Yeah. The second thing to do, and it's going to sound very like, whatever, but like listening to your body. Mm-hmm. You know, people that's something are, I've been trying to do yeah. for a well, while. That's the thing. It's like, I always say, uh, what I say in my book is your body always keeps the receipts. So your body always knows. Oh, I like going, that. Your body always knows what is going on. And so listen, your body will tell you how to get unstuck. Um, if you ask your body what it needs to get back to balance, like it will tell you, it might not, it, it's not going to tell you like, Hey, yo, do this. Like, you know, right. you have to start going to send you a sense maybe or a feeling. Right. Exactly. Or, or inner whispers. Like I said, like uh, yeah. the language of your body is the inner, inner whispers. So uncomfortable, strange or painful sensations, uh, symptoms, you know, like, so all those things like breakouts, you know, fatigue, all those things are inner whispers telling your body or, or your, your body trying to be like, Hey, we're, we're out of balance. So just listening to your body. And that means learning how your body communicates, you mm -hmm. know, because once you learn how your body communicates, like me, I know, like I've had many clients up be like, Oh, like, how do you feel? Um, how do you feel after like, I, I'm big on the blood type diet. I feel like if you have a chronic health issue, that's a good way to go because then mm -hmm. it's like, you know, what's either good for your blood type, uh, or what's bad for your blood type that causes inflammation. Our body has this energy capacity. It's understanding. Okay. My body has this capacity if I'm doing one thing, I can't do the other thing, you know, yeah, like with COVID yeah. not to, you know, I know it can be controversial, but you know, one thing we do know we saw with the science was a lot of people who unfortunately succumbed to the disease were their immune system was tied up with one, two, three, four chronic health issues, you know? And so, you know, the way I look at that, it's just like, okay, yeah. If you have, you know, we have this capacity, if it's things are tied up doing this, then something else comes wrong, your, your body doesn't have the energy. It requires energy to create an immune response. If you don't have that energy mm -hmm. or those inner resources. Yeah. Then it's you like know, you have to prepare your body for those kind of circumstances. Right. Right. Interesting energy. So being in the fitness and being in holistic, my whole thing with people is all about energy because energy is everything. So first thing I like to always do with people is have them understand what their energy baseline is. So energy baseline is basically basal metabolic rate. Um, I feel like that's so important is because if you're getting, if you're eating lower than your BMR, your baseline, 
like you're in dysfunction. Your body's dysfunctional. Like, you know, we know the starvation response, whatever you can go like three days, but so I always say, hey, make sure you're eating, you know, whether you're in a diet or whatever you're doing, this is the minimum you need to be eating a day because this is what your body needs to function. So that's your body functioning without detoxing tox or uh, detoxing toxins, uh, handling, you know, that's like the baseline for <laughs> just to right. breathe and just to be. I think so many people chronically undereat, and they're all trying to, everyone's trying to get on the diet and whatever, whatever, and trying to look good and yeah. this and that. But it happens all the time. I have clients that are like, I'm like, hey, you need to eat a little more. And I'm specific. I, I think calories aren't all, I think calories aren't the end all be all, but they are a factor. Same thing with calorie deficit. You know, so many other people are always like, calorie deficit, calorie deficit. I'm like, well, calorie deficit is great, but if you're battling COVID, your body doesn't give a fuck about calorie deficit. You know, if you're, if you're out of balance, your body, like a calorie deficit doesn't matter. Yeah. Your body's like, let's get back to balance first. Then we can, you know, focus yeah. on burning fat and all that stuff. Because I do think, I mean, yes, it's science, calories in, calories out. If you eat more calories, whatever, then you burn, then you're going to gain weight. Okay, I get that. However, going off of what you said, I don't know. It makes me mad sometimes because I see so many people that are just trying to under eat. So they're thin, which is like, okay, science. Sure. But are you internally healthy is the question. Is your body now well-equipped to battle God forbid something like cancer or being able to overcome COVID or any kind of sickness, or maybe just be in balance internally. You have to be healthy too. (laughs) So understanding what is your baseline, and that's the that's that's the minimum, you know. Like if people all the time though, when I'm like, hey, you got to eat a little more, but lo and behold, when they do, they start. And the way that I like to explain it was like, hey, like your body, what is your your body is again, balance. So when your body's out of balance, if you're not bringing the energy in, your body's like, oh, your body doesn't trust you. Then your body's like, okay. You know, so-and-so, John, you're, you're not giving me the energy I need. You're under, you're under eating. So we're going to do what we know what to do, which is store. We're going to store fat. We're going to slow the energy down. We're going we're to conserve because we don't trust you to give us what we need. That's why I always like to talk about the baseline. Right. So eating the baseline, talking about it now, it's called reverse diet. But for the longest time, I've always been like, you know, you have to spend like a week or two weeks eating at your maintenance level or uh, at your maintenance level to get your body to trust you again. Cause once the energy is coming in like consistently, then your body's like, okay, we're back to balance. We can mm-hmm. give you the energy back. We can let the fat go away. We can, you know, get out of this conservation kind of mode, but you know, when the body's already in survival mode and we're trying for all these different things at it and, you know, all, all these toxins, it's like, it's like this cornucopia of just of like negative effects. How do you train your clients to be at an optimal health internally and externally? I always look at gut balance. I think gut balance is one of the most underrated thing. I mean, everything begins with the gut. So not just probiotics, but prebiotics, prebiotics, feed probiotics. Um, A lot of people- Can you explain the difference between both of those? So probiotics, you know, that those are the good bacteria that we have in our gut. Mm-hmm. Um, the prebiotics are non-digestible kind of like starches that feed those, feed those good guys, the good, the good bacteria. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's pectin, which is in like citrus fruits. So pectin, I like, I recommend pectin because pectin, a lot, a lot of people have leaky gut and don't realize it, you know, and that's basically when there's holes in your gut wall 
and like things slip through. And, and the thing is, if something slips into your bloodstream because of leaky gut, because of holes, you're, it, that's whole body inflammation. So that means your whole body is inflamed until it finds wherever it is and it eliminates that. So those three things uh, I always kind of focus on is like probiotics. And I think it's, you know, a probiotic supplement is good, good to take, but it's also good to do like veggies, like sauerkraut, kimchi, probiotics, prebiotics, and then, yeah, sorry, pectin. What's pectin? It's in like, like citrus, like citrusy food, apples. That's why applesauce mm. is like a good, a good, a good thing to have, like when you're sick. But it basically kind of helps to seal the lining of your gut. So if you have like those cells we have in our gut, like they regenerate every three to five days. That's why we have this whole issue with the um, with the with gluten. So gluten, if you can tolerate gluten, it's great. But if you can't, um, it's basically because you've eaten too much and you've torn too much. Every time you eat gluten, it basically kind of scratches your stomach, your, your gut wall. And but they it heals every three to five days. But if you're scratching it, so, you know, our standard American diet, like what, six to eight <laughs> servings of grains a day, if you're doing that that much and not giving your, your gut wall chance, uh, an opportunity to heal, then that's when you kind of get into the intolerant phase. First thing that's really important is gut health, because a yeah. lot of times and a lot, a lot of times that could be causing weight gain. Weight gain, mental stuff. That's yeah. I'm, I'm and like my intake, my intake form takes like 20 to 30 minutes because I'm like, I need to be all in your business to kind of understand yeah. like what, you know, and, and honestly, it, it literally, it's a lot of the same stuff. It's like gut issues. Um, detox is also a big thing. So, you know, we have this, we have a detox funnel and a lot of people think, oh, just cause I'm doing a detox or doing, you know, that I'm actually detoxing. But if your detox funnel isn't open, then that's like your lymphatic system, that's your colon, that's your bowel ducts. Um, if all that stuff is not open and you don't have good allowing you to kind of like, you know, and that's where we get into exercise. Exercise helps move the lymphatic system. If, all right. that, if your detox funnel isn't open, then what's happening is then it's like you're detoxing and then you're like retoxing because if the, the toxins are just being recycled. How would you detox? So I, what I recommend mainly for if I, if I if it seems like someone kind of has like this backlog if you will of toxins i recommend a binder so a binder is like activated charcoal or uh, carbon but a binder will bind to the stuff that's kind of stuck in the gi tract and help it get out so mm -hmm. a lot of times a lot i mean people can have three five ten if 20 pounds of like just stuff that's like stuck depending on like how long uh it's been there so it a binder is great. So activated charcoal, carbon, and that just helps get, get the stuff out in a more gracefully, you know, because it needs, it, bind, it binds to it. That's why we use activated charcoal for like food poisoning, because it just, all the things that are harmful, it kind of like, it's also, you know, you shouldn't eat an hour before take supplements because they will bind to that too. But a binder is a good thing to take. I, I honestly, I do it. I do it almost every day simply because the more that I kind of bind to stuff, then the more efficient my natural detox process is. Mm. And that's the thing. So people get, you know, it's like, oh, you don't need a detox uh, thing. It's like, I say, start with the binder. See what happens with the binder. If you're not feeling better or not having more increased energy or, you know, having like better bowel mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, or bowel transit time, which is ideally 16 to 20 hours. Um, from when you last eat 
uh, then I would, I would say I'd start to look at all the stuff that we kind of carry around. Um, genetics, childhood trauma, you know, if you're frozen, toxin overload, digest. So all that stuff kind of adds up and that eats away your energy. So if you're, uh, if you're holding on stuff, you know, having these emotional triggers, having, you know, the, the daily life, daily life stressors of just like living, whether it's a city or whatever, like all that kind of adds up. So I always say, like, take stock of what's in your backpack or purse of stressors. Mm. You know, if you are feeling super stressed or if you don't have energy, like, what do you like go through your day? What's stressing you out? You know, this is so interesting because does that, does that, does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I, you're I not feel, only, you know. no, but like, you're not only an incredible fitness coach, but you are a trainer also holistically where you're like, okay, you're my client. Before we go into anything nitty gritty of exactly nutrition and exactly what type of fitness programming, number one, you're like, got help. Let's check in and see maybe there's something else that's causing inflammation inside of you. Now let's talk about if you need a detox, there's so many other avenues and stresses in your life. I know I one time noticed inflammation and I was like, why is this happening? And I realized the stress that was in my life. So I think those are such interesting components. You're almost like a, a therapist slash like naturopathic doctor <laughs> slash fitness trainer. You know, I feel like that so many times when I train clients, you wear so many hats because there's so many different components that can be causing weight gain in a lot of clients. So I love that you focus on that holistic fashion before you get into all the nutrition and all the fitness. I'm an expert at under putting together the information of other experts. You know, I call myself like a synergist. The way that you go about your programming and everything with your clients. I think it's yeah. so interesting. It's fascinating. I know you're doing the pre-sell right now for your book. Yeah. Where can people find it? Because I am so excited to read it. <laughs> Just, you know, go to my site, mariogodiva.com. It's also on Amazon right now. So Amazon's kind of the primary place. So amazon.com it's frozen not broken frozen not because broken. you are frozen not broken not broken <laughs> and i want to ask you my last and final question at fit food junkies our motto is addicted to health so mario what are you addicted to i'm addicted to hormesis and hormesis is a controlled dose of a stressor that makes you stronger so cryo, intermittent fasting, keto, it's like cold shot. Like, so those things help your body build resilience. So I, you know, after getting, you know, I became sick because I, recovery was non-existent, regeneration recovery. Like if you were to ask me where hormesis was when I was, you know, doing all the things in New York, I'd have been like, well, huh, for who? But now I've, I've understand I, I need to be doing this like, every day like uh there's a place in san diego that i go to it's called livecraft and they literally mm -hmm. i mean it's like infrared float tank cryo uh pmf like all the things are there and i just go there for like the day and i just bang out everything or half the day and just do all the services that are all like hormesis yeah. related i'm addicted to regeneration but again but i've had to learn that's what my body needs my body needs and it's, it's all push and pull like these different um, adaptive responses to your mm -hmm. body that's yeah. what you're saying okay so like either, getting, like yeah. the red light or cryotherapy yeah. or yeah, interval mindfulness or, 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 or yeah or infrared sauna you know and that's the thing mm -hmm. it's like you can you know something simple that i do too like every every oh well, i try i try to do it every morning 
one sixty seconds of a cold shower. So I'll do the warm shower, and then I'll slowly, 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 and then go to the sixty seconds. If you find these types of things that train your body to be resilient, hmm. then your body just shows up um, naturally resilient. And um, and anyway, take uh, like ashwagandha is a good like I take it. It's a great thing to help you help your body, uh, you know, create more inner resources to deal with. Uh, stress and life stressors but you 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 need to take stock you know every you know and i keep saying balance and i'll keep saying it to the day i die because that's what your body craves the most that's what you need to figure out just- i encourage everyone listening to tap into something mindful it can be walking and not bringing your phone and just looking around it can be yeah. breathing it can be working out and just kind of doing that interval mindfulness and that fitness interval training in you to go back and forth like what you did in the hospital that can translate into so many different ways really just so intrigued by the way that you've tapped into your own self and how you've taught others to do the same and your clients I think it's remarkable I think you're so inspiring I mean hello you completed remission in 50 days at stage you were at stage four cancer that's yeah. insane i look up to you in so many ways mario how can people find you and connect with you um i am mariogodiva.com so you can find me there i'm also on um instagram mario godiva uh mario godiva official on facebook but yeah i would love to uh love to connect with people and just and i you know it's doing what i do it's kind of a slow burn mm-hmm. but i have a feeling that you know as we as time goes on people you know, it's unfortunate, but sometimes people have to wait until a crisis or an emergency um, or a trauma yeah. to take action. And yeah. so I always say, you know, everyone's not, doesn't really see how I see things, but once they kind of get stuck or frozen or kind of hit the end of the road, then they're going to start being like, okay, well, maybe, maybe I'll try this. Maybe this guy's got something going on, or maybe, you know, maybe there's a different way. So Everyone needs to tap into that. I mean, whether it's like, oh, they're gaining weight for no reason. Check into your gut yeah. health. Check into all these different avenues. Yeah. Whether I it's think the, you're stuck or frozen. Yeah. All the things we've talked about today of coping mechanisms. Yeah. Things can be simple, but it's simple when you tap into what you need. You know, like the body needs balance. So simple in that regard. And that's why I, that's why I say, okay, I, like out of everything else, that's what the body needs. So how do we get back there? I love that. Well, Mario, thank you so much for coming on today. I hope I can see you very soon in person. It has been such a treat and I will take your inspiration and your mindfulness with me every single day. Awesome. Thank you. So great to be here. Thank you again for having me. And I really appreciate you. Can't wait to read your book. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening today. Connect with Mario and myself. I hope you got so inspired by Mario's story. I want to make a quick shout out to Daily Crunch Snacks. They are sprouted almonds. My favorite flavor just happens to be the golden goodness. It has turmeric and sea salt in it. A savory superfood blend. Turmeric is so good to decrease inflammation. Has so many more amazing benefits. Has that good crunch to it. And I highly recommend you guys check out Daily Crunch. I'll see you guys next week and I am so excited for you to join the Fit Food Junkies journey with me.